is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to talk to Aaron Falk. He writes and produces content for utahjazz.com. And uh, we're going to talk to Aaron about his plans for the upcoming Orlando bubble situation. Of course, Aaron, uh, good friend of the program, friend of the station, formerly covered the Jazz for the Salt Lake Tribune. He was your co- cohort over there, Gordon, and uh, he does a great job. We like Aaron a great deal. Yeah, no doubt about it. I agree with all that. And he does have a Gordon impression, which he he did use on the Joe Ingles, uh, well, Joe and Renee Ingles podcast. What's your uh, favorite Gordon impression? Oh, I don't know. I mean, there's they're all they're all pretty funny, actually. They are. They are pretty funny. We, we Austin and Bowler both have. Eric Walden has one, and uh, and Aaron Falk has one. In fact, uh, <laughs> let's get out to the uh, Sprint special guest line. Sprint. They make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability from UtahJazz.com. He's our good friend Aaron Falk. Aaron, what is happening? Hey guys, how are you doing today? We're doing great. Uh, we were just discussing your Gordon Monson impression on the Joe and Renee Ingalls podcast. Any, any, <laughs> any thoughts? You want to rele- relive that moment for us? I, I think I nailed it, and I think it came from a place of love. Okay. What do you think, Gordon? I, 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 unlike some people, I have no problem with people kind of <laughs> making fun of me. It's fine. It's, I don't, I, I thought it was quite good. And Joe seemed to get it. And, and Renee got a good laugh out of it too. So I can't argue with that. You, you are, you are famous enough to have people do impressions of you. No one is doing an impression of me. I'll say that. <laughs> me either. That's a great point. Austin, Dan. can you do an Aaron, Aaron Falk? Oh, this is ridiculous. Oh, an Aaron Falk? No, I yeah. can't. No, I can't do an Aaron Falk. Aaron doesn't have. Aaron's a smart person. Aaron's an intellect. <laughs> well, what are you saying about Gordon? I'm not. I'm saying things about Aaron. <laughs> Aaron would okay. never mock. The Dalai Lama. No, I was not mocking the Dalai Lama. You Let me were. make that one hundred percent clear. The Dalai Lama. I didn't block the Dalai Lama either. <laughs> all right, okay. hold on. We've got Aaron on the. We've got an interview here. It's good <laughs> okay. Not all to right, interrupt right. you guys. Uh, hey, Aaron, let's talk about Orlando uh, a little bit. I'm not sure how much you can talk about it, but tell us about uh, your plan and the plan for UtahJazz.com. Yeah, um, we will fly out tomorrow. Uh, you know, so it's a smaller travel party. Um, and you get to Orlando and, and you quarantine and, and you have to go through the testing process a, a couple of times before you are let out of your hotel room. And then, you know, we kind of walk into this, um, you know, a lot, a lot of unknown in, in this experiment and, and uh, should be very, very interesting. But, you know, for, for what we're doing, it should also be kind of incredible. I mean, we've already got, you know, Joe and uh, talking about starting his podcast back up and George Niang's going to be back at it again. Um, we'll have, you know, I think all of these guys, as they go into this sort of recognize them, they've heard multiple guys this week say, you know, we're, we're, we're living a 30 for 30. Like they, they know sort of how momentous and, and um, historic this could be. And I think they are aware of, of how interesting um, this will be to people on the outside. So I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating quite a lot of, uh, of opportunities to try to share these stories. Aaron, I don't want to get too personal, but have you been tested before? 
Uh, I have been tested uh, a few times leading up to this. They would not let me go in um, okay. without without a quite a good deal of certainty. So I've I've experienced the test a few times and um, I'm getting getting pretty good at it, frankly. What what what's your anticipation of what it's going to be like down there? Have you thought that through? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it will be. Um, and I think a lot of people will be uh, nervous at first, and I, I think that's totally understandable we're going into i mean this is this is a, a, a new virus in an unprecedented situation and you know guys you know, if you haven't done something before it's it's it feels foreign and you have to take a little while to adjust but i think everything that i've read and everything that i've um heard from you know the league and, and the preparations and, and precautions they're taking um i feel you know quite good about things um you know this will be uh you know, as hopefully theoretically as safe a place as, as you can be in America in a lot of ways. And I think, um, you know, once once sort of the, the nerves wear off for, for guys after a, a week or two, which is maybe good that there's a, a three-week buffer here before a game start, I think we'll get back into into basketball. And, uh, and it should be, um, you know, honestly kind of a relief for a lot of guys to get back on the court and back doing what they love. Part of you's got to be pretty excited, Aaron. Uh, the the basketball fan part of you, right? You're going to get a chance to see this whole grand experiment up close, first person. I I I think that'd be pretty cool, actually. A- absolutely, this will be uh, you know the clearest that you'll hear like the Joe Ingles trash talk ever, and um, <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to that a bunch. I'm looking forward to yeah, just just you know, honestly, I, I can't. I'm trying not to build up too many expectations or thoughts of what this could be. I'm just trying to go into this and and, um, be able to experience it for for what it is. And I think it's going to be a really cool and and interesting ride. So, yeah, I'm, 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 um, you know, anticipating a great deal of work and, uh, you know, busy time and some weird downtime, you know, in in your hotel room at the same time. But also this is, you know, a once in a lifetime experience. And and I'm uh, certainly happy to be a part of it in, in a strange way. What uh, what will your role be? What do you foresee yourself? What kind of assignments do you see yourself taking on? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it'll be a lot of the the same things that we're already doing. You know, it's um, like I said, facilitating player podcasts and and making sure that we're getting all all of stuff out on uh, you know Utah Jazz our, our Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts and and everything like that. UtahJazz.com. Um, you know, we will have. I think we will still be doing, um, you know, some Zoom interviews, same as, as media here on the outside of that bubble. But we'll also have, you know, hopefully some um, opportunities to kind of see what these guys' lives are like in this strange place. And, and I think there are going to be some some activities for teams, you know, above and beyond practice and going back to the hotel room. I think there will be some um, some extra things to keep guys fresh and and um, you know and keep morale up as that goes on. So we will be able to share some of those stories as well. Good. Aaron Falk with us, utahjazz.com, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Aaron, as you've uh, gone through these Zoom uh, media availabilities with all the jazz players and they've talked about how they've passed the past few months in their circumstances, what, uh, I mean, from an interest standpoint, has stood out to you? Who had an interesting situation they had to deal with? Man, well, I think, you know, Really, everybody. Um, the thing that, that jumps out to me, and you know, it's not not anything you know, you're probably new at this point, but it's just you know, my my guess right now is that when you when we get back on the basketball court, Mike Conley should have a, a bit of a head start over a number of other guys because he's been 
playing. He's been, he's had it, he has a gym at his home, um, facility, you know, weight room at his home, whereas, you know, even Donovan Mitchell was in his, the basement of his mother's house, you know, lifting some weights that he bought on Amazon and, and riding a, uh, an exercise bike. And, and, you know, as, as fit as I think, you know, you and I like to think that might make us is probably not NBA game shape. And so, um, and, and certainly not, you know, working on, on his, shot and the other things that he would do over the course of a normal off season. So I, I think just the, just the transition to get back into this is going to be absolutely fascinating to watch. How do you think the jazz will do Will we see a similar kind of approach and a similar kind of team as what we saw before the stoppage? Obviously Bogdanovich is out or do you think Quinn will mix things up and it'll be a new look? Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm interested to see that. I think, that this is this is truly an unknown. I mean, we can go back and look at you know what what the, what the trends were, and you look at you look at Mike Conley's last ten games before the, the season stopped, and and you can see you know an uptick here and there, and then you know how much has changed since March? Everything. Like I, I this is this is beyond just the normal preseason restart. This is a, a really weird thing. So I I don't think any any standard logic can apply in a lot of ways. It's just this is going to be about, you know, who's who's fit, who gets a little lucky, and, um, you know, who can who can click the fastest. Aaron Falk with us uh, right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What kind of basketball do you think we're in store for? Do you think the product will suffer because of this unique situation, or it'll be pretty good once they get in the swing of things? I, you know, I think it, it, it'll be okay once you get in the swing of things. A guy like uh, Jordan Clarkson was asked about this yesterday and and he said you know i i showed up here on a, on a plane after the trade threw on a jersey and jumped right in and and you know these guys have been doing a lot of this long enough that i think overall the quality will still be quite good it's just a matter of you know are, are you going to be better than than the the competition that's really what it comes down to Aaron, do you have a thought on uh, whether the Jazz can contend in the in the west uh obviously you just talked about it. it's a mystery but uh, I, I I don't know. Do you think it's just the Lakers and the Clippers out in the West, and that's just the way it's going to be, and everybody else is just sort of going through the motions? Um, I, you know, I, I certainly, you know, missing missing Bogey hurts quite a bit. You know, you're not going to find a lot of twenty point scores that, that shoot the ball like that. You know, and, and as much as there's that next man up mentality and, and willingness, it's obviously a very tough guy to replace. Um, but that being said, I mean, I, I still go back to it. Like, we just – there's so many unknowns here. I think anybody can contend if, if you get the right matchup, if you get a little lucky. Like, this is – there is a lot of I, – I think a lot of possibility for, for teams to, to surprise some people right here. I, I would not rule out anybody right now. Mm. I think Mike Conley's capable of having another gear during this thing. I mean, there was some inconsistently certainly this season, and not all of that is uh, is his fault. But do you think we're going to see him put it in an extra gear? Yeah, I, I really do. That would be the one guy I'm I'm super interested in in watching as as they look to pick up that that scoring from Bogdanovich and uh, like I like I mentioned earlier, just the you know his his veteran um, presence, his his experience in the playoffs over the course of his years, and then just just the the sure fact that he had the, this opportunity to continue to shoot uh, on on his own gym to to do these things that a lot of other guys weren't and, and you just you think that 
all those things combined to maybe give him a, a little bit of a of a head start there. And, and he's, you know, obviously he's a tremendous player. We haven't seen. I don't think he's he's seen even the, what he wanted to do all this season. And, and yeah, this is this is a tremendous opportunity for for him. I think. Aaron, are you satisfied with the responses from Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert about their relationship? And do you think they're in a position now where they can get down to business and not have whatever was between them, uh, you know, between them still? Um, I, you know, I, I, from what I've seen, it's mostly the same as, as you. I, I am uh, pretty satisfied. I would say it's, uh, you know, two, two guys who, who are, honest about some frustrations as, as they've been in those in those calls they've both mentioned and um and i also got a real sense of uh of maturity talking to to rudy the other day who's and rudy was was the, was a international spotlight um after after march 11th and and i'm sure that uh has provided a lot of perspective for him as well and and you know i i think yeah they're, they're both professionals at the end of the day no matter what but they've gone through something that's um you know quite unique and 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 especially in, in Rudy's case I think he's he's uh really found some some perspective on, on life and, and maturity and and you know I I'm I think they'll be able to, to play I don't I'm not concerned at all frankly well Aaron we were excited to have you on the show today to talk to you about uh, the adventure you're going to embark on and just remember above all else no doubles ping pong singles only buddy Absolutely. I'm, I, I need all the spotlight on me anyway. So. That's what I like to hear. Are, <laughs> Aaron, one last question for you. Are you scared at all? Are you concerned at all, or are you just excited? Uh, I, I think, you know, in, anybody that says they, they don't have a, a little bit of, of anxiety or trepidation about going into um, something that's never been done before in the middle of a global pandemic is either lying or, or stupid um i think everybody's got a little bit of that that being said you know like i said from from what i've seen so far um you know this is i feel relatively safe in in what's happening and you know this is this is the situation this is the world we're living in right now and and we're gonna um obviously take all the precautions we can and and do the best we can so i i feel um you know like i said a small amount of of anxiety but i i'm all i'm always anxious anyways it doesn't really it doesn't matter whether it's this or something else well the big question i want to know is are, are you going to go in with a full beard or beardless uh i'm, I'm gonna go i'm gonna go beardless right now so maybe beardless. i'll maybe i'll grow a mustache maybe a handlebar for you jake all right well i wasn't sure what the the facial hair status is because i haven't seen you since our last monday daily huddle meeting which was uh, in march so i just want well, to yeah I'm I'm letting the uh, the corn twenty chin kind of hang out right now. I like so. it. I like it, buddy. Well, hey, seriously, safe travels, and uh, it'll be exciting to see how this thing plays out. All right, thank you guys. Take care. Thanks, Aaron. Our friend Aaron Falk from UtahJazz.com uh, joining us and kind of giving his thoughts on what he's about to do. Yeah, it's really you, you hit the nail on the head. It's like a once in a lifetime kind of adventure he's about to go on. So, and he's one of the few. Who will be there? So relative few. So it'll be interesting to hear his thoughts. Will he get in trouble for wiping his face with his shirt? That I I, I don't know. Or is that just a player thing during the game? I thought it was the ball. Oh, that's what it was. You're right. You're right. So what if he randomly? What if it, it's a ping pong ball? <laughs> 
so but, long uh, as there's only two people, one against one. Yeah, you, as long as it's singles. You are really fixated on this ping pong thing, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, the CDC's got a whole sub, uh, whole category on it now. I just find it funny. I mean, I, I do. Like, If you were playing it, doubles ping pong, which side of the table would you take? Are you do your backhand side or are you going to do the forehand which side? Which way do you play doubles ping pong? Because doubles ping pong, you play both, really. You switch out. Oh, you do? You're not just on one side? You Maybe just when you're receiving the... When you're receiving the serve, right? You all, yeah, just when you, yeah, you, you, just when you're receiving the serve, and then you alternate. That's right. Okay. Well, they're going to miss out on a lot of fun because doubles ping pong would be fun. Well, but uh, since I'm a left-hander, Gordon, I usually go with the ad side. If you really wanted to know, okay, because that puts the forehand on the outside. Some people are very good with their backhand, uh, their back paddle, whatever, uh, <laughs> whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty good with my back paddle. I can uh, stay very consistent with that. But then when I want to get real aggressive, I go, I go big four, four paddle. What's what's the rule? <laughs> do you guys only do singles in your in the Monson household right now? Uh, we have a ping pong table downstairs. Singles haven't, only. Uh, haven't haven't played doubles uh, ping pong in probably years. Ping pong table is getting a little dusty. Gonna have to get down there and work on my game a little bit. But what if uh, four out of the the five daughters wanted to go down and get their ping pong on? Would you be upset? Uh no. Say, no whoa, whoa, wait! Only singles in this household. No, because they're all in the household anyway. So they're all in I, the bubble anyway. I'm talking. Yeah, they a, are all in the bubble anyway. That's a great point. I have a daughter who is. Uh, Who's really really good at ping pong? She's, I think, the only one in the family can beat me. It's frustrating to me, but uh, I I think I could probably beat her if I just worked on a little bit. It's not like she's down there working it every single day either. But uh, but singles, not doubles, because that wouldn't be safe. <laughs> You're just never gonna let that go, are you? <laughs> no, because it's so funny how ridiculous it is. It makes me laugh. That's how they beat the Spanish flu. Was they eliminated singles ping pong? <laughs> Pandemic over. <laughs> Just everybody wear a mask. It's not that tough. Wear the mask. Let's get this thing tamped. Now down they didn't the say point. anything about a mask in singles ping pong. Just not are, doubles. Are guys going to wear masks inside the bubble? There wasn't mandated by the NBA. That's obviously reckless. What? What? <laughs> Yeah, the only mention of masks was on the bench. And that's that, it. And the second bench at that. Right. Can they make a mask that you could actually play basketball uh, wearing it? I doubt it. Yeah, but Richard Hamilton wore one his, pretty much his whole career. Rip Hamilton. Yeah, yeah but, but does that, I mean, the whole point is to. Breathing. Uh, covered his nose. The whole point of a mask, though, is to restrict the amount that you can get, right? Just wear run around in a snorkel outfit. Really hey, as long as they're not Jake. playing doubles ping pong, man. I don't Safe. care. I don't no. care. It didn't the mask didn't cover his nostrils. It just covered the top of his nose. He could he still was breathing through Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, Jake does bring up a very strong point that the whole idea is to sort of filter what you blow out and what you suck in. Oh, man. Hey, Aaron Falk is going to reappear in today's Drops of the Day. 
Sounds of various clips coming up next. Stay tuned. It is the big show. Time for a bas- back to basketball update. Basketball is back. The Zone Sports Network is keeping you up on all the latest news with the Utah Jazz in the NBA. This is a back-to-basketball update. Oh, he never looked at the net. Presented by Zions Bank. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Breaking news, doubles ping pong still not allowed in the NBA bubble. And Zion Williamson gives his thoughts on that NBA bubble. I trust the NBA and the bubble. We're going to be in a safe environment, protected at best from certain situations and you know what's going on it's crazy man like it, we're actually about to go it's a lot to process for sure but i but i am excited in other nba news uh the nba has released a schedule for scrimmages and the utah jazz first scrimmage will come the 23rd of july when they'll take on the phoenix suns and that scrimmage uh scheduled to start at eight o'clock in the bubble in orlando scrimmages for the league will start the day before on wednesday on july 22nd and all teams will have three inner squad scrimmages and that is another back to basketball update brought to you by zions bank for a bank that understands your business zions bank is for you if you missed yesterday's uh, sounds uh, uh, of various uh, clips then you won't know exactly what we're talking about right now but that is definitely appointment radio isn't it Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to Aaron Falk, utahjazz.com, for joining uh, joining us in the last segment. Aaron going to cruise down there to Orlando with the team. Going to put out a bunch of content. We're hoping to catch up with him a bunch here, too, on the uh, Zone Sports Network. Uh, but Aaron, we talked to him about it at the beginning of the interview, Gordon. He, uh, he kind of did an impression of you on the Joe and Renee Ingalls podcast, Gordon. I think that's an honor, by the way, that you were part of the content on that podcast. Well, I, I will only take it as such. Uh, but we thought maybe we'd compare Aaron's Gordon impression to Austin, since Austin is here at our disposal. But let's, let's start with Aaron for your drop of the day. Eventually got into sports because I really liked um, writing feature stories, just telling stories of people's lives. And, Did you ever write one on me? You know, I think Gordon Monson came in and swooped in. He's like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to take care of this one. I'm going to Aaron. I think I got an idea. Um, it's actually really good. It is pretty good. Is that how it went? <laughs> I don't recall it yes. going quite like that. But uh, how, how, do you, how do you think it would have sounded, Austin? You know, Anastasia told me that I could do this, uh, Aaron. And, or not Anastasia. <laughs> Anastasia Gordon's old editor? <laughs> Joe, 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 yeah. No, I've been working on this for a while. It's like jo- what John Wooden told me once. You just got it. When you have an idea, you don't let anyone else take the idea. It's ridiculous when someone takes the idea from you. And down in Balboa Island, where they, they do the dipped ice cream. If you have the dipped ice cream cone, it's it's quite delicious. But I, I, I'm i going to, I'm Gordon Monson. I'm going to do this column. Aaron. I love this Balboa Island bit that you've mixed in <laughs> to all of it. 
Just because I like the Balboa bar or the vanilla, the soft vanilla cone they, dipped they in the chocolate. They dip the ice cream in the chocolate. It's it's a dipped cone. It's quite good. You can only get it in this one area of the entire planet in, and every <laughs> Arctic Circle on every corner. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Aaron's is pretty you good, You get it though. at Disneyland, too. Huh? Can you at Disneyland? Yeah. What about Disney World? Is Aaron going to be enjoying a dipped cone? I don't know. I don't know. Aaron, do you, do you feel safe eating the dipped ice cream cones in the bubble? Or The, the place where I saw the dipped cone that I enjoyed uh, wasn't really in Disneyland. It was in California Adventure or whatever they call it, the other one. The other park, and it's over the, by... The parks uh, of various rides. It's over and by uh, the... Uh, Cars ride over there on the I have a nice car. And maybe you can get it other places, too. <laughs> um, I did enjoy it. The problem is that usually when you're going to Disneyland, it's quite warm. And those suckers, they do melt fast. Especially when you put that hot chocolate on it. The hot chocolate. Not hot chocolate, but you know what I'm saying. So not, then you, you got the ice cream, you got the vanilla. It's soft already. Oh, I love that soft. Did, ice did you find it, Austin? Okay, then, wait, wait, hold on. And then hold not on. to interrupt this. Okay. Wait, I'm in the oh, middle please. of something. Uh, uh, describing dipped ice cream. <laughs> please, <laughs> by all means, continue. I wrote a column about dipped ice cream. <laughs> Check it out. That's all tripped up. It's so good, it guys. Is. It's so good when it's a, when that's a soft, really good ice cream. And then you got that hot chocolate. Well, on I was top at the of LA it, Times. And I was the ice cream quickly. beat writer. That was me. <laughs> in the Rose Bowl parade. It was parades and ice cream. That was me. <laughs> All right. What do you got? Austin found uh, the dueling Monsons with uh, Austin and Bowler. Did you ever hear this, Gordon? Because you were out of town on this day. Did you ever hear this? <laughs> yes, you know, heard it. I don't know. We'll see. Let's let's give it a play. Let's let's hear these dueling dueling Gordons. I listen to Gordon uh, on your show uh, on on mostly days uh, just to tune into the uh, non sports report. Someone ate a, a turkey sandwich that was like six months old, <laughs> and he was still able to survive and tell about it. Well, I tell you, Jake, I, if I had a turkey sandwich, I, do you like cheese? Cheese? I mean, with a good slice of cheese. <laughs> Austin, you know, G- the Juice Newton dirt. taught me everything I know about cheese and sliced alone. You he, he know, he's speaking of turkeys and sliced alone. Have you ever had a turkey sandwich with sliced alone? <laughs> His impression is getting so it's, good. It's, it's really good. And of course, Lisa won't make me a turkey sandwich. You know, right, Austin? I mean, where? Hey, I, I don't, what do I you don't do? like it. That's all what I know. Do, I don't do, like okay. it, Jake. Yeah, don't like it. Can't even get a turkey sandwich. What are we doing know? anymore? This is quickly becoming my favorite segment of all time <laughs> dueling monson impressions oh my wow. god yeah. it doesn't get any better than Please that son, give me a turkey sandwich <laughs> when i get home you know my favorite gordon story is where he didn't know the, where the bread is in his own it's, house it's insane <laughs> no, Lisa, well, Lisa, this is ridiculous now where <laughs> where is the bread <laughs> pretty good Look, fellas, <laughs> when I didn't know where the bread was, we had just moved into a new home, and I didn't know it was a one-time deal, and it was like 35, 36 years ago. All right, so 
That was a long, long time ago. Oh, I know where the bread where is, is now. the bread? Occasionally, I get befuddled looking for something in the kitchen. That, but uh, bread? When, when the freezer has a tracking problem, Jake. <laughs> okay, hold that's on. Right. What's what's something that's acceptable in the kitchen to to not know where it is? Maybe maybe a piece of like a like a kitchen utensil you don't use all that often. Like, hey, where's the zester? Uh, all right, okay, yeah. that that I could yeah. I could definitely see that. But the bread, <laughs> a daily was... staple. <laughs> the bread. It's like not knowing where the faucet is. Not to mention that there's a huge <laughs> section of most kitchens that are completely donated or uh, devoted to bread. Sometimes they're labeled. Yeah. Well, it was a new it was a new home, and at, at, in that one moment, I didn't know where it was. You know, <laughs> typically I do. <laughs> and have you looked for it since? Or? Oh, yes. It wasn't. Exactly hey, where. Lisa, where's the cumin? <laughs> <laughs> It's the bread. Do we have almond paste? <laughs> oh, Gordon, you were such a good sport. Thank you for, you know, for the, putting the, up with like, us. For instance, if you said to me, where's the turkey baster or in our kitchen, I, I wouldn't know exactly. Right, which is, which is acceptable because, you know, how many times a year are you actually cooking turkeys as a family, let alone you helping cook a turkey? Mm-hmm. But bread, I mean, in theory, you're making yourself at least – a sandwich every once in a while, right? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> Wait, well, could I the guess, answer whoa, be no? Like, well, no, there was I some could, hesitation uh, no, there. There was no, hesitation there. No, it was because... You're not under maybe, oath. Maybe, maybe since we had just moved into that home, I hadn't made myself a sandwich uh, in, the, in the brief time since we moved in. <laughs> Define brief. You got to understand. At that time, I was working hard. I was working long hours, and I was out, I was away from the home and swinging you know, the pick max in the in yeah. the in the salt mine. Uh, so brief in this case would be like what a year? <laughs> no, I don't think it was that long. <laughs> <laughs> where's the paprika? No, no, no. Where's where's the bread? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. What made it so funny is my friend, who was visiting from uh, wherever he lived at that time, Texas or somewhere, he comes in and uh, he, we were going to go play golf, and he said, "Okay, let's get some, let's get some lunch. Uh, let's make some sandwiches. Uh, where's the bread?" <laughs> he Do said, we have a garlic press? <laughs> I don't know where that bread is. And by the way, you you uh, you lived there long enough to have a visitor, so it's not like you just moved Ooh. in that day. Yeah, that's true. But it, 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 the visitor was there uh, briefly after. Good catch, counselor. In. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> I found the milk frother, well, that's but I can't find anything. the bread. <laughs> I get, what difference does it make? How long? It, it doesn't. Uh, that's no representation of how long we've been there. Because I had a friend come visit right after we moved in. Is the bread by the olive oil cruet? Or <laughs> <laughs> all right, stay tuned. We'll have more big show coming up next. Ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty. The zone. Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. 
Here's a quick uh, sports-related story for you, Gordon, but you might get a kick out of this. Uh, This happened, let's see, this happened in England somewhere. Nottinghamshire, England. I I think it's Nottinghamshire. Okay. I'm not kidding. All right. Well, fine. Uh, (laughs) A uh, a fan of uh, an English soccer club, Gordon, was so excited about a win for his team, uh, which was Nottingham Forest FC, uh, was so excited for his team to get a win over Derby that he jumped into a canal opposite of the stadium, and the uh, the cops had to fish him out of there. Uh, he was unaware that Derby actually scored an equalizer in the seventh minute of stoppage time. Oh, man. So he celebrated by getting arrested for jumping in a canal, only to find out after he was fished out of the canal that his team actually didn't win. Uh, was there a little bit of imbibing involved in that? A soccer fan imbibing? No, that's a that's a strictly sober endeavor. Watching <laughs> soccer, I, I'm just assuming he was sober as a judge. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's too bad. Uh, that's a that's a a double barreled uh, bit of bad news. Kind of reminded me when I read the story. Do you remember the the Heat Spurs final? where all the Heat fans were so dejected because they thought that the Heat were going to lose that they all left, and then the Ray <laughs> Allen heroics happened and they wouldn't let him back into the building? <laughs> uh, why wouldn't they let him back in? That's policy. Yeah, there's no re-entry. What? Oh, you mean out, they went outside yeah, the building? Yeah, they, they, they left. The concourse. No, they no. left, and okay. they hear the roaring, and they're like, oh, oh man, okay. we got to get back, and then, nope. Oh. So probably the most, like, one of the most legendary in-game comebacks ever. And probably the biggest moment in Miami Heat history. I biggest would say. clutch shot in NBA history. Right. Uh, oh, it's so improbable. Was it it the was improbable. Clutch shot ever. One of them. I bet it's up there. Maybe I don't know if the fact that ever, they but. had to get two rebounds, three rebounds, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Right. It's 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 a strong strong candidate. He didn't dribble. He, all he did was catch it, jump behind the line, and shoot. Pretty much. Actually, it, it would be it would. Either way, whether you were there to witness it or whether you were one of the the dummies who left and couldn't get back in, it's a good story either way. Can you imagine talking to your buddies where they were like, holy cow, I can't believe you were there for that shot. Well, actually, uh, <laughs> we were in the old parking lot. <laughs> oh, I think it'd be worse if you were too ashamed to admit to that and you just went around telling everyone, I was there, yeah, you were I there. saw it, and then they see you on the... On the replay is the guy banging on the door outside. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) I was just kidding! What fan base do you think is the worst leaving early? I have no idea. I haven't been been to enough games in enough stadiums to know that. I know the... the It happens happens everywhere. Heat fans have a a reputation to be fair weather, right? Yeah. Don't they kind of have that rep? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't know as far as well, what about locally? People, does you know? does any fan base have a, a reputation locally for You've leaving early? You've seen BYU's home schedule of late, right, guys? Oh, I'd leave. I'd leave at halftime. I wouldn't go. <laughs> but that's not their rep. Uh, since Independence, look at the November home schedules. No, I know, no, 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 I, but, but tell me those people aren't leaving early. But we're not going to cast judgment for somebody leaving. Uh, I'm not UConn, casting judgment. UConn period, game but, early, uh, but I would say fans around here have more the reputation of showing up late than leaving early. Oh, okay. Don't you think? 
Oh, maybe. Yeah. I, I oh, you go to around. a Utah football game, it's not full until halftime. That, that, that's true. Um, I have seen uh, – I'm actually rather surprised at how many people stayed to the very end, given how difficult it is to, to get out of the parking lot, the battle traffic and everything. I I understand why. And, you know, people have things. They have responsibilities. It's not like they're being a bad fan. Well, maybe in some cases, but, you know, some people have things they got to do uh, and things they got to get to in order to uh, to live their lives. So uh, I think most people stick around for the lion's share of it. But I have seen some pretty lopsided games where people are heading out, and I really don't blame them that much for that either. You got to earn your customers' respect, I think. I don't, I don't believe that, that, that fans owe the team to stay there to the last second. Otherwise, they should be preached at about leaving early. I I never bought into that. I wonder that. if any BYU fans left that Vegas Bowl early when they were down, what was it, 35 Oh, when they almost came back nothing? with yeah. Tanner, Tanner Mangum. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you this. If, if your team plays a 7.30 start on a Thursday night and you want to leave early, I don't care what the score is. I'm not blaming you. <laughs> you got to work Friday morning and you want to get home before 2 a.m.? Yeah, I don't blame you one bit. Yeah, and some places are tougher to get out of than others. So Those Thursday late, late starts are brutal. Just brutal. Actually, I don't think any of the three major universities here is pr- very easy to get in and out of on a game day. BYU is probably the most brutal. But BYU is getting better because they did all that work on University Parkway, which supposedly was supposed to alleviate. Oh, did they finish that, right? it? I don't know if it's finished, finished, but it's yeah. pretty close. But then Utah the is up 400 the south. And, <laughs> um, well, but that's not a game. Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, just quick plug. And Utah State, you got to go up the canyon. and You know, they're not terrific commuting home after the game situations at BYU, Utah, and Utah State. We know you better. If you're going up to Utah State, watch out for that speed trap. I was going to say drive, drive the speed limit if you're headed mm-hmm. up to Logan. I think yeah. they came down uh, and, and changed that up there. What, the, what the man away? People? Because the sheriff and the judge were married. Really? <laughs> yes. And there was, there was, I'm pretty sure there was a situation there. This is so scandalous. Yeah. There was, there was no getting out of anything in that five <laughs> minute block. Got you another one, dear. Did you go up to court to fight that ticket, Gordon, or did you just, no. you just paid it? Yeah. What'd they clock you at, 110? No, I, I don't, it wasn't. <laughs> Zoom. No. What did they clock you at? Now I, I wasn't. Wanna, the, the, now the, I weirdest know. Thing, the weirdest thing about it was I wasn't even in a hurry because I was like forty-five minutes early, and I, I was just sort of going down the road. That Porsche can get a little was, loose on you. I know. Uh, that was actually it wasn't a Porsche, uh, but it was. It was a. It was the original nice car. Oh, okay. Actually, no. I think it was no. It wasn't the original. Three points? No, the, I remember the original. The original was a Beamer SUV. Yeah. Yeah. This Am I right the, about that? Am I remembering this correctly? The, this was the Audi RS. You and had that one some, for a while. Yeah, I did. I liked that car a lot. But uh, someone gave me that, 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 what do you call those things? It's kind of like a little medallion that said, I have a nice car. And it was the same color as my car. Wait a minute. Wait, I'm, I'm trying to chain. picture what you're describing. Oh, uh, like a keychain, like keychain thing with a with a yeah. It was big though. It was. Uh, and it size. said, "I have a nice car." Yeah, 
That's was, hilarious. How are we just yeah. finding out about this now? What oh, hilarious friend of yours did that? No, well, it was a listener. It was? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, and it was the exact color of my car, too. Was, did you hang it up? Or, I put or, it on the, I, on I the think, dash? I on a, no, I didn't put it on the dash. On the mirror? <laughs> You did, didn't you? You hung no. it from the mirror. No, I didn't. I love that car, though. It was a sweet, it was a sweet car. It was a lot of fun. <sighs> Hope it got scratched. All right, stay tuned. Well, well, not parked across four parking stalls, obviously. <laughs> never. I never. I never. <laughs> not with. Just, never again, Jake. I, I, no, no, never <laughs> ever did that ever happen. I can't believe somebody that's close. Parking to us, stall lines are merely suggestions. Somebody that I know and you know said that about what I did and they were just absolutely incorrect. I'm telling you, Gordon, my, my source is pretty close. Pretty close to it. <laughs> what? It's very, did, very, Did it happen at very, the University very, of Utah's very football stadium? Yeah, it happened at the University of Utah at the parking lot across from their football facility. So it has to be a member of the media and it has to be somebody that you know pretty well, which means I know them well. <laughs> What? It's up on a campus, though, isn't it? So you know Mike Runge so that be- well? Somebody just, I mean, I, I OC? That's just not correct. <laughs> How dare you throw Napoleon under the bus like that? I, I heard it was correct. That's all. I, I, I've got a good source on this one. So, uh, Do you have a source that's better than me? In this uh, on this topic, yes, yes, I do better than actually Gordon than the one denying it. Yeah. Since, since I was the one who parked it, I was the one that went and got in my car. Parking stall lines are merely suggestions. And by the way, if by chance there was some some you know line, a painted line somewhere that may have been a bit of confusion, the parking lot was wide open. Oh, uh, now right. the tune changes. Wow. No, no, oh my no. goodness! I'm not, den- I'm not denying. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna backtrack on anything here. But I'm telling you, it was just wide open. <laughs> well, why would that be relevant if you didn't do because it? Because they are merely suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what Gordon just said. There was nobody there. There was nobody. It was like. And my car was nice enough that I parked away from everybody because I didn't want to get it dinged. Mm, Things are changing. Mm, I love that car. That car, I really like that one. I'm feeling better about my source. I just, you say it with such such certainty that it's making me wonder a little bit. It's not me, man. It's the source. I didn't see it. I was on the air at the time. Tell me who the source is. (laughs) Yeah, Jake, tell him. Tell me who it is. That's the first tell. rule of journalism. Reveal your tell sources it, live man, on air. Yeah, I think it rhymes with Yodi Yenisi. <laughs> I want to know who it was. I want to because I'm gonna. I want to go face to face with whoever it was and have this out. Ooh, can we sell tickets? What if it was Roddy Ree? <laughs> what it was? What if it was Wit himself? Ryle Riddingham? No. Rut row. <laughs> All right, Gordo. Stay tuned. We'll have more big show coming up next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
Wrapping up a Monday edition of The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Lots, seems like we had a lot to chew on today, Gordon. A lot going on. Lots of NBA stuff as the wheels kind of get moving, actually. And uh, yeah. the Jazz going to be traveling tomorrow. Yeah, so it's it's on now. We'll be able to watch that uh, as the Jazz come together, see how it, it forms. And, uh, you know, the games aren't that far off anymore. So, what three weeks? Well, the, scr- the scrimmages are even closer. Yeah, uh, you, you had said previously you would not be interested in the scrimmages. Are are you still not interested? I'd uh, want to watch them. I, I, Absolutely. I, I, I'm, no, I'm not interested in watching the scrimmages. I well, I mean, sort of, you know, you know, just because it's what we do for a living. But for entertainment purposes, no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't care much about that. But I, I would like to do it for information purposes, just to see. How it is all coming together? Because there are, it's it's going to be a little different. They're going to have to do it. And what role will Mike Conley play? How big a role will he play? How much will he be on the ball? And uh, yeah, so I and 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 who's going to make up for the loss of Bogdanovich? This is these are these are big big questions. And I want to see how Donovan and, and Rudy are on the court together. Yeah, no doubt. I mean. Big, big stuff, Gordon. This is a, this is a big event, and it, it's going to be a lot of fun to follow. There's a, no doubt about it. But I, by the way, on those scrimmages, I don't think they are televis- televising them, right, Austin? Man, they they should put those on TV. Come on, they'd be. I think they'd uh, have pretty good ratings. I do too. We were talking about uh, you know the real world earlier in the show. They should make a reality show out of this Orlando thing. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Not sure the players would want to play long. Oh, of course, they'd never go for it, but it doesn't make it any less of a great idea. <laughs> I'd be glued yeah. to that 24-7. If they did like an uh, uh, EdTV Orlando Bubble Edition, oh, heck yeah. yeah. Or, or just that, just a webcam, even. Did, just on NBA.com. Did one of those shows used to do it like 24-7? I mean, was that camera always Big Brother on? did that, right? That's what Big was Brother that, does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do they still do it? Yeah, they're in like and, season seventy-two, and you so. can go online oh, really? and watch them twenty-four-seven. Yeah, no, well, so, no, you can't watch them live because you know it's all taped months in advance. But. Well, d- well, at one point that show had where you could watch them live while they were taping it. Right, 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 and then the taped show was the taped version, but ah. you could like maybe that is still the case. Check in on what they're actually doing. And just eavesdrop whenever you want. Huh? I guess it's kind of like us at Manland back in the day. Can you imagine always having a camera on you every second of your of your day? I, that would be. You have an iPhone, tiresome. right? We'd we'd find out how strange Gordon actually is. <laughs> and I, I think that we are on camera all the time, but that's my conspiracy theory for the day. Well, there is a giant facility out in uh, where is the NSA building out there in. What's it technically? West Jordan. Do you yes. think that satellite cameras are like? Looking through our windows? No. Yeah. No. I mean, do you carry your phone everywhere you go with you? So if it's (laughs) your phone, if you put your phone down... I'll just say, there's a reason Lloyd has a post-it note over the webcam in his office. What, Lloyd's doing weird stuff in his office? He just doesn't want people seeing it. There's a webcam in his office? Like, pretty much every monitor (laughs) these days has a webcam on it. Oh, okay. You're talking about the camera that's on the screen above the screen. Yeah, you didn't set up a tripod. I don't know. Do you guys do you guys cover that that little that little camera on your computers? I do. 
You do? Yeah. Look here. Oh, I've got a, it, this one goes. Anyway. All right, Gordon. Will you enjoy your Monday evening, will you? Yeah, smile. You're on candid camera. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.